Hello, welcome to this podcast from World Radio Gardening. This edition brought to you by Baby Bio. And once again, Ken Crowther has made a return visit to the Baby Bio Garden, where he's caught up with Anita to discuss, well, gardens. Well, month on Anita and I'm back in your garden and I must agree that um, a lot's grown in that month and in fact I'm looking at your borders, you put a few flowers in as well, haven't you? Yeah, I... I you ha- told me you didn't <laughs> like flowers that much in your borders and what have you done? I've gone a bit flowery this year, Ken. <laughs> I have gone a little bit flowery. Oh dear. Yeah, not too much, but yeah, definitely a change for me. Now, the Big Boost Challenge was about planting up containers and baskets and you've got two... We had two baskets and they were exactly the same. And a month on, wow. Yeah. One is noticeably different. Yeah. I hope that is the one that you've been feeding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you got that right, Ken. Yeah. I mean, you can clearly see, can't you, that the the basket here to my left um, is, well, it, it's just full. There's no yellowing foliage. No. It's got green foliage there. Loads of buds and blooms loads and loads of buds and blooms it's almost kind of tumbling over the basket here Um, but you're right the foliage is looking very nice and green and healthy there's it's not the plants aren't becoming leggy or you know shooting out in odd directions you know it it, the development and growth of them is very steady looks natural It, it doesn't look anything odd i would think that the plants from when you originally plants you know the plants originally were in that basket from that very early stage i reckon they've nearly doubled haven't they in size they must have more than doubled i yeah, think yeah i think they've more than doubled which is amazing isn't it yeah and the thing that i i must go on about and in fact i should it's, it's difficult to compare but if you look at the the flowers on the one that hasn't been fed they're not actually as vibrant no, I think I think that's true. I, I think they're they're still bright. Oh, they're bright. We well, mustn't take that away from it. At in all. comparison to the the fed basket, they're slightly washed, washed they out a little better. bit. Yeah, the, the the petals on the fed ones just look better formed, more mm. structure to them, just just stronger. Stronger. So stronger. really, you know, the feed is clever because it's getting nutrients to the plants in a, in a better way isn't it is that really what it's about oh it's a liquid plant food so you dilute it with water at 10 mil of the baby bio outdoor plant food to a liter of water so it's a soluble or it's a it, it's a liquid plant food so that by it, its very nature makes it available for plants to more readily take up the roots will more readily take up a liquid feed as opposed to slow release feed as you know so you have the benefit of that to begin with. But in addition to the nutrients which are in there, it has also natural biostimulants. And it's these biostimulants which are included in the plant food that just give the plant more access or better access and can utilise better the nutrients which are available to them and will help the plant to develop more flowers, hold on to those flowers for longer, produce more flowers. You know, we're also noticing that the petals, the coloration, the pigmentation within the flowers is is stronger. Mm. You know, it just helps boost the plants. The latest on the Big Boost Challenge. Ken Crowther with Anita for Baby Bio looking at the baskets. But it wasn't just the flower baskets that caught Ken Crowther's eye. 
when he made a visit recently. Now, Anita, I've just come round the corner. You've got an extra basket that I didn't spot before. You've got, I've read the label, so I know what you've got in it. You've got <laughs> tumbler tomatoes in it. Yeah. Aren't I they have. doing well? Yeah, they're doing really well. Yeah, I, I haven't grown um, tomato plants in hanging baskets, but although I know that you can, and I have seen them in tubs and containers, um, so I thought I'd, I'd have a go. And I've got the Baby Bio Outdoor for fruit and vegetables as well. So I thought, well, I'll plant that up, feed that every two weeks at the same rate, 10 mil to a litre of water, see what happens. And you've got flower and little tomatoes already. Oh, you're yeah, away. Yeah, man. the flowers are set. Some of the flowers are set quite nicely and yeah. you can see the small tomatoes. So, yeah, it would be interesting to see how many fruit I get and how nice they taste because they should, they should be nice and sweet. And the nice thing about where you've got it, it's quite close to the kitchen, so you can just pick the odd tomato, yeah. pop it on the salad, you yeah. know. Oh, it's a, it's a nice thought, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, it's a lovely thing to do. I love this time of the year because everything's coming up and, you know, you can see I've got herbs and, you know, I use quite a lot of herbs as well in cooking. Um, and it's so much nicer to have your own just by the back door. You can just nip out with a pair of scissors and, and just cut what you need. And it's I see you've got, you've got the watering can there next to the, uh, next to the plant food. So every couple of weeks, do you just add a bit and then... Yeah. Walk around with the watering can on it, on everything pretty well. Yeah, I mean I've got quite a lot of things in pots here, as you can see. So they, you know, the, they're all getting the thing, a bit of a food. They, they, the thing with pots though is that they do can dry out quite quickly. So you, so you do need to make sure that you water regularly. Hence the watering can close to the back door. Um, but yeah, so watering uh, little and often, I think, rather than drowning everything and all the water running through because the pots are too dry. We all know all about that. It's really frustrating. But then every two weeks, just um, feeding with the flowers and shrubs for Baby Bio Outdoor or for fruit and veg accordingly. Now, of course, this summer is the summer of open gardens. It is, yes. Now, just really, it's that's... Um, I'm an ambassador. Bio are working with us together to help the Hertfordshire and Essex Air Ambulance, aren't we? Yeah, we're working together, mm. you know, to uh, this year to, um, you know, to help raise money, really, for the for the Air Ambulance. And people can still keep... enter into that if they want to open their garden, can't they? Yeah, absolutely, up until September, the, the garden, uh, open gardens is going on till. So you've got plenty of time, even in July, there's plenty of time to get going. You can... You know, if you are short of time or you perhaps you're going away on holiday in, in the meantime, you can always buy some pots and containers or choose plants that, you know, establish very quickly. Or you could buy plants that are well on their way. If you go to a garden centre now, you can buy a whole array of plants, but you could plant them up in your own containers and you know they put on a bit of a show yeah that's right exactly yeah and then you invite your friends and and neighbors and everybody in for that yeah yeah friends family neighbors they make a donation yeah and that goes towards the running of the air ambulance in Hertfordshire and Essex yes absolutely so we've got Um, we've got a website haven't we that people can just go to to get a fundraising pack for the open gardens, haven't we? Yeah, so that's from the Essex and Hertfordshire Air Ambulance website, which is ehaat.uk.com. So if you go there, you'll be able to download information, but also they will be able to send you a fundraising pack, which will help you along your way and give you some ideas, a bit of encouragement about how you might want to go about doing it. 
You're listening to World Radio Gardening. This podcast brought to you by Baby Bio. So there's the answer. You get a beautiful garden, you're proud of it, then invite your friends and neighbours around and you can help the Essex and Hertfordshire Air Ambulance. Now here's an idea. What about gardeners of the future? Young gardeners. No, not a plant or even seeds that you can sow. Well, you may already have sown those. Have a listen to this conversation between Ken and Anita. Were you encouraged to grow things in the garden as a youngster at all, Anita? Uh, I wasn't discouraged. I can remember our parents had an allotment um, uh, in the village where we lived at the time. And I I do remember that we were given a little spot, little place where we could try and plant things. Well, I got given the worst bit of ground in my dad's garden that you could imagine. It was heavy clay. And he said, oh, there's a corner. You can use that. I don't think anything ever grew properly. <laughs> it was shaded, so I tried growing vegetables and they were all leggy, Aww. so they didn't produce much. Aww. So and I'm still gardening, which is a bit of a bit unusual, isn't it, yeah. really? I think I, most children will be put off. And really, we don't want to put them off, do we? Absolutely not. That's the No, we, we certainly don't want to put them off. We need generations of gardeners. And yeah. it's not difficult because you can encourage children to grow things in pots very easily, whether it's vegetables or flowers. And I always think vegetables are a bit of fun because then, you know, as we've, we've even with your own pots around your garden, Percy and Anita, you're picking them and taking them to the kitchen. And if a child can pull a carrot mm. and actually then either eat it raw with a salad or yeah. have it cooked, that's something special, isn't it? It, it means so much more to them. And I think to us as adults as well. I mean, you know, that's why so many people have allotments. That's why so many people do grow fruit and veg. Because we're all children, really, I suppose. And we, But we do like to grow our own fruit and veg and have it on our own plate. You know, and, there's, and, and I think maybe, you know, even more so in a way with children because they're that much younger. And but it's nice to kind of close the link. You know, they mm. grow it. They pull it. They eat it. They wash it. They eat it. You yeah. know, it's I missed just, out the wash bit. Did just, you know? <laughs> just wipe it on your trousers. Yeah, wipe it on your trousers and eat it. <laughs> carrot. No, we shouldn't be encouraging that, should we? But vegetable, even at this time of year, you can still grow carrot. You can still grow lettuce, radish, spring onion, if you spring like. Onion, I, I don't know whether yeah. children like spring onion. I don't like spring onions myself. Oh, but but, you but, do, but there, there yeah. are a lot of stuff that you can oh, yes. get from so a garden much. centre. It's already set off already. So, you know, we're not talking about growing things from seed because I think you know to be fair a lot of stuff it would perhaps be a little bit late not mm. everything radish and beet roots and things like that and carrots possibly would would be It'd okay well. mm. but you can buy can't you trays oh, yeah. of a veg that have started off already and so. flowers i mean you've got the uh, the growing of sunflowers children always get given sunflowers don't they to grow yeah, great. it's a thing about getting height isn't it yeah big tallest and quickest now, often, you know, grandparents or parents have helped plant those up. So do you reckon we could compete on that? Definitely. So how would you yeah. go about competing? So what Come I on. would do... <laughs> you cheat. I would, well, what I would do is um, I would get the children yeah. to plant up some sunflowers. And again, you could buy those already started off at garden centres or if, if you're organised... You know, you could, um, you know, have them growing in your garden from seed because they they do grow very quickly. But yep. what you could do is have them in pots and get the kids to use the the baby bio outdoor flowers and shrubs and feed those every two weeks. Give some to your the parent. Have the parents have their own sunflowers. 
that started at a similar so you're all starting off at the same kind of size and height but the parents don't feed theirs they just water them do you think that's cheating no no <laughs> that's that's the big boost challenge isn't it so we get but bigger kids... boosted sunflowers yeah. by the children yeah. which would give them great satisfaction to, yeah. beat, to beat the parents yeah. wouldn't it any opportunity to beat the parents <laughs> i think that's a good call <laughs> You like that, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do like that. So, and it would encourage them to perhaps, you know, grow something else or to, you know, keep keep being interested in mm. in it and trying trying different things. And then of course they're gonna run through the summer holidays so they can keep doing this, feeding them every couple of weeks and, and seeing it grow. Yeah. And well, they're vegetables as well, they can feed in the same way, can't they? And you know, if they are away, you know, it is always that not problem perhaps for some people but you know get the neighbours to come over mm. and, and water your garden you know we all call on neighbours and friends and family whilst we're on holiday you know get them to come over and, and continue with it tell them you know what dates you'd like it to be fed so you can continue it even continue if you're not the there now the other thing that i suppose children are shown at school is actually about wildlife isn't it mm. bugs bees how important bees are and all the all the insects that pollinate, mm. which of course produce produce a lot of a, a lot of the fruit that we eat. Yeah. So so how do we, you know do we do we encourage that in the garden as well? I think yeah I think you're right. I mean lots of schools that um, you know certainly around here you know they do have gardens, little areas for gardening or wildflower or wild plant gardens they'll often have little gardening clubs and things so one of the teachers would perhaps you know have a session with them where they would grow their own flowers but also their mm. own fruit and vegetables that they could perhaps take home or they could use them in the class room um, but yes to to encourage and, and give them information with regard to you know nectar and pollen rich flowers Which to encourage growing, bees definitely bees and butterflies we're always told to but grow badlias but they're big plants aren't they They are and they're quite sprawly you know there are there are other plants that you can grow like perennials and that are smaller that uh, you know are still attractive to to bees and butterflies but it's not just bees and butterflies it's to think about you know growing plants which produce maybe seed heads for birds you know at the end of the on. season yeah. you know like goldfinches the teasels and the verbena you know the seed heads put there. water out for the birds as well if it's put hot water summer. out for the birds and, and in sources on the floor for hedgehogs and things like that you know there, there's lots that you can do but also to grow plants or to think about plants um that shelter wildlife so you know maybe shrubby things. shrubs that are quite thick so birds can fly in and out so they feel protected from predators and cats and dogs and, and i suppose because you're uh, you know you're talking about biome we're talking about feeding you still have to keep your feeds somewhere special as well don't you, you don't just leave them around for the child to use you've got to actually let them have the baby bio at the specific time to feed. Yeah. Would you agree? And the same, I suppose, with garden chemicals, slug pellets and all those sort of things. Yeah, they should be kept away in a shed, or certainly out of reach of, of children, you know, just in case anything was to happen. But, you know, you want to be able to give them the plant food, for example, on that particular time, and, and, and you know, for them to understand that this is now the time to, to plant. To feed. Yeah, to feed. Uh, so... We're encouraging children with their grandparents or their parents to really, it's taking up, it, you're going on about the challenge, but it's a challenge, isn't it? Yeah, it's a big family, big boost family challenge. <laughs> 
You've been listening to the latest podcast from World Radio Gardening, brought to you by Baby Bio. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed the programme. And don't forget to revisit our website regularly for the latest edition of World Radio Gardening. Thank you for listening. <laughs>